0: My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Here's the cry of a man abandoned and alone. In the space of, of less than a week, Jesus has gone from a triumphant entrance into Jerusalem to dying the painful death of a revolutionary and slave. Now, scholars will tell you that there is something ironic and mocking about the way Jesus enters Jerusalem. By humbly riding on a donkey into Jerusalem in a a joyful parade, not only is Jesus revealing to us that the character of his power, Jesus is also ridiculing the, the Roman governor and his forces who may have been entering Jerusalem at the exact same time as Jesus did, only by another gate. Jesus is riding into the city in the, in the caricature of a triumphant conqueror. And in so doing, Jesus is undermining the claims of might by the powerful and revealing those claims to be fleeting at best. Perhaps because of the farce, the praise that Jesus receives as he enters into Jerusalem is real. The crowds know what Jesus is doing. They they understand his actions and they love it. They rally around him, praising God and praising Jesus. The crowds go before Jesus and behind him and they cry out, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heavens. But in the space of less than a week, Jesus goes from surrounded by the adoring crowd to being utterly alone and deserted. By the time we come to the Passion Gospel we heard this morning, Jesus' friends and disciples have scattered and fled. One of Jesus' closest disciples has even denied ever knowing Jesus. Furthermore, Jesus has been condemned in a sham of a trial by the religious authorities, and, and is now dragged before the political authorities. Jesus is alone, as Pilate treats Jesus's life like a plaything, toying with the crowds and imagining that he could wash his hands in innocence after unjustly ordering Jesus's death. Jesus is alone as he is beaten and humiliated by the Roman soldiers. Alone, Jesus goes to Golgotha, so weakened in his beating that he cannot even carry his own cross. And Jesus is alone too, as he hangs on his cross, mocked by bystanders and passers-by. Even the two bandits, who are condemned to die with Jesus, spend their last few breaths mocking Jesus. Even the men suffering the same fate as Jesus, desert Jesus. There is no companionship and no solidarity even here. Jesus is one alone. So alone, in fact. That Jesus cries out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Now, we might hear and recognize these words as the beginning of Psalm 22, a a lament that ends in praise. And in this way, we might hear Jesus beginning to recite this psalm as as a hopeful proclamation as he faces his own death. But even if this is so, What Jesus is experiencing is God forsaking him. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What Jesus experiences is God's abandonment. It's not just that Jesus has been abandoned by his friends and rejected by everyone else. Jesus discovers in the moment of his death that even God seems absent. And yet, here is the mystery. For in this moment of alienation and abandonment, Jesus comes to be with all those who who know loneliness and alienation. In this moment of being forsaken, Christ comes into solidarity with all who know what it is like to be forsaken and dying alone. Jesus comes to be with all those who die alone. In Jesus, God comes to be with us, even in our own God-forsakenness. The mystery of the the crucifixion is that the cry of dereliction, this, this cry of abandonment and alienation is also a cry of solidarity. The mystery of the crucifixion is that what appears to our eyes to be destruction and defeat is indeed victory and triumph. The mystery is that in this cry of a man dying a cry of one utterly alone. What is revealed. Is that in Christ God is with us completely and entirely with us. In Christ, God is with us in our brokenness and guilt, with us in our isolation and estrangement, with us in our suffering and pain, with us in our anxiety and fear, with us in our death and end. There is no place that God's love does not go. There is no place that God's grace and presence cannot touch. For indeed, in Christ, God is with us. When Jesus is lifted high upon the cross at Golgotha, God seems absent. Dare we even say God is absent. And yet in this absence, we see God and God's true glory. For if we have eyes to see, then here is where we can best see God. Here, God and the essence of God are revealed to us as self-giving love. In the suffering and death of this man, Jesus, we see the full extent to which God is for us and for the whole of creation. A 20th century Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael Ramsay, once wrote, God is Christ-like and in god there is no unchrist likeness at all and the glory of god in all eternity is that ceaseless self-giving love of which calvary is the measure calvary golgotha the place of the crucifixion of Jesus shows us who God is and the depths to which God will go to save us. Here we see what God with us truly means. Here we see that that God's love is God's power and that God's power is God's love. We see that God's love and power are indeed one. Here we are, I am proclaiming the great mysteries of our faith in this time of radical upheaval. We are in a time of illness and loneliness, a time of fear and ruin, a time of death. The human family groans in agony and a great many of us feel forsaken. And yet the events we commemorate this day mean that we can receive this time with faith, trusting in what God has done, trusting in the victory that God has already won for us. Indeed, we can greet this time with hope, trusting in the self-giving love of God, no matter what happens, and come what may. And we are called to approach this time with love, finding ways to be with Christ as we seek and serve Christ in others, and as we love our neighbors, as we love ourselves. As Jesus processed into Jerusalem, amidst the cheers and celebration, no one could have understood the nature of the triumph and the victory that this parade announced. This victory was not realized in some sort of military operation. Instead, it was the the triumph and victory of solidarity. It was the victory of God with us. For Jesus comes to be with us in our loneliness. Jesus comes to be with us in our separation. Jesus comes to be with us in our suffering. For in Christ, God is with us. Amen.